Welcome to More Than a Mission, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to discern God's calling to live an active, intentional life of sharing the gospel. Each week, we talk about the way God is moving in our lives, around the world, and everywhere in between, as well as how God's call to missions may apply to your life. Ready to explore your calling? Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the More Than a Mission podcast. My name is Micah Torgerson, and I'm joined, as always, by other two hosts, uh, starting with Zaya Henderson. What's up, guys? And, of course, Andrew Carlberg. How you guys doing? Uh, so today, we're going to talk about a really interesting topic, um, something that the three of us all just experienced at the same time. World Race Training Camp! <laughs> um, so. Training camp uh, looked a little different this year than it normally does uh, for world racers because of COVID, sad face. Um, <laughs> but the fact that Adventures and Missions was still able to host an in-person training camp uh, was apparently a big feat. So it was awesome for us to be able to go down to Georgia uh, where they're headquartered to do this. Um, and some really some really fantastic stuff happened um yeah. zaya you being on g squad uh so just to clarify for everyone zaya is g squad yeah andrew and i are h squad and one of the worst things about training camp was that we could not interact with other squads we had to be kept in our little bubble with our own squad um so yeah, that was definitely one of the the worst things about training camp. But Zaya, G Squad, what was training camp like for you right off the bat, man? What'd you do when you got there? Give us all the deets. Oh, so when I got there, I was welcomed by my squad mentor Megan. Uh, very enthusiastic, very, very, very enthusiastic. Uh, got checked in and then went down to my campsite. The campsite was not the best because we were literally sleeping on a hill. Like, I would be sliding down in my sleeping bag every night. It was terrible. And then, like, the rain didn't help it either. And plus, like, we were under the trees that had the big walnuts. So mm -hmm. if you caught one on the head or anything, it really did hurt. And it scared the crap out of you when you were sleeping because it landed right beside your head or hit your sleeping in uh, your tent. It was just a very, very, very <laughs> few nights. But it turned around once everybody else left since we had our launch training also because we were able to sleep inside where y'all did y'all's like meeting time at. So we were able to sleep there. So that was a plus. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. For those that don't know, when you go to training camp, you have to camp. The mm -hmm. <laughs> World Race has like, I think they have like six or seven big campsites uh, on their property out there. So we just posted up in our little tent cities. I don't know about you, Zaya, but like ours was pretty flooded for at least the first few days because it just rained a lot and everything was wet. So like all my stuff just smelled. <laughs> so a good thing about the hill, ours never flooded, but the hill was the worst part. Uh, yeah, ours definitely flooded. <laughs> yeah, it forced and, it. and the worst part, right, is COVID. So then like in the two hours of free time we had those first two days, you couldn't go inside because COVID. So you were just standing outside in the rain somewhere <laughs> waiting to go back inside to have the next session. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun time. Luckily, hey, the rain didn't last. Fun. 
Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm like. bummed. Bummed I missed the slip and slide. Just had to have a meeting while you guys decided to do that. <laughs> um, so I guess just to give everyone a little bit of an overlook at what training camp really looked like for us. Um, for one, I was really surprised by the format of it. And I don't know if this was because of COVID or like, cause there was a training camp was shorter than it normally is, or if this is how they normally do it. But one thing that really surprised me was that training camp was filled with a lot of sessions and a lot of like, I don't want to say lecturing, but like for lack of a better word was, it was a lot of teaching. Um, we had some instructors and uh, they did a lot of teaching and it was all super, super interesting. Um, but I guess I was coming into training camp with the expectation of like, okay, they're going to teach us how to like serve in all of these different cultures that we could possibly be serving in. And there was a little bit of that cultural contextualization um, training, but for the most part, training camp was a majority of like, breaking down the foundations of our faith and like really pressing into everyone's individual faith and like growing in our own relationships with the Lord, which I thought was super cool. It's like, if we don't have that, how are we going to be able to share with those that we uh, encounter around the country and around the world? So I really enjoyed that part of it. It's a very pleasant surprise how they laid everything out. Yeah. I would say the, Day one and part of day two, we were like heavily focused on identity. And then we kind of transitioned into a lot of just like understanding Father, Son, Holy Spirit and the Trinity with like heavy emphasis on Holy Spirit because that like tends to be the one at least here in like most stereotypical like churches in America. That's the one of the three that often gets forgotten. Um, and so I think those were like the two primary focuses. And yeah, we had some like talks on the culture and like how to share the gospel in different cultures which was really interesting um to think about like the difference between sharing somewhere like here where things are rooted in like guilt and shame versus a culture where like everything is rooted in a fear which like for me is one that i've never really encountered before so it's interesting to even just like think through what it does look like to, like present the gospel in a culture that like their basis for how they think is completely different from here um yeah, I think the other thing that really surprised me about training camp in a great way is it was like nowhere near as hard as, I don't know, there was a lot of like horror stories about like training camp's going to be really hard and like impossible and you're like not going to sleep. They're going to steal all your stuff. The hike's impossible. The food's going to like make you throw up. Like we had to set up our tents one, like we had to take it down and set it up one time. The rain was easily the worst part. The food was like, we had one day where we ate crickets, but like we had a whole bunch of really good meat with it. So like that wasn't even bad. There was one like weird African meal, but for the most part, like meals were like rice and curry and chicken and beans, like very edible. Um, and then the hike was, I mean, granted the hike was like drastically shortened because of the COVID situation, but also like a lot easier than it was built up to be. Um, and so pleasant surprise is that training camp was like nowhere near this crazy horrible thing that people had like shared that it might be yeah like it was interesting 
I don't know how y'all we got to sub routine like two times. We had to do it like five different times. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? I was like, it was to the point, I was like, okay, I'm done setting up my tent right now. <laughs> but it was, it got easier after a while. I was like, okay, this is nothing type of thing. But I guess since we were being launched first, since we did the training camp and launch training and then was launching to Chicago, I guess they were like prepping us for launch training when y'all do come back in January. But yeah, it's just a whole different situation. Like launch training and then like, okay, like training training is completely different. Completely, yeah. completely different. What was like for y'all the biggest takeaway from training camp as a whole? If you just pick, I mean, you can pick more than one, but pick at least one. <laughs> My biggest takeaway is if you ask God for something, be prepared to receive it pretty much. Cause like going into training camp, I said, okay, God, like break me down and break me for what breaks you pretty much. Or let me see what breaks you type of thing. And he did that. And I was like, so like flooded with emotion and everything. It was a good feeling, but I was like, eh, ask for it type of thing. So it was definitely eye opening there. Man, I'd pick one thing. Um, yeah, you can pick multiple. <laughs> I think I don't know, man. There were like I already talked about how it was such a pleasant surprise, like how they set up training camp and how it was so much more focused on our phase, our faiths as believers. Um, than like what we're actually going to be doing. So I think just like how they dove into all those different facets, like hearing about our identity and then learning about God as father, learning about Jesus and forgiveness, learning about Holy spirit and like how the Lord speaks. I think all of those different things, I took away a lot, but we're all completely different things. Um, and so now just like, being a week or so post training camp like spending some time reflecting on what we were taught and even like pressing deeper into some of those teachings um because a lot of the stuff i hadn't really heard before or i'd heard like a very little about um so now just like spending the time on my own diving into some of those things has been really great um I don't want to go into super duper detail. So y'all should go check out my ball, my blog, micatorgerson.theworldrace.org. I've been writing about it. Shameless plug. Um, I've been diving into some deeper details there. Um, but I guess I would, I would say one of my biggest takeaways is connecting with all three persons of God um, because while they're all like three persons in one God, like they all play a different role in our lives and in everyone's lives. Um, so I think finding like that balance with all of them, um, I'd say my upbringing was definitely more so focused on Jesus and what he did for us. Uh, and then, you know, the father's love for us but not a whole lot focused on the spirit and like 
literally what Jesus left us with when he left earth and like tells us that um, we can do greater things than he did while he was here. I think that was probably one of the biggest things that, that blew me away. And not only that, but like just prayer and prayer is a very like broad (laughs) term, but you know, praying for myself, praying for others, like praying in community, praying with people, praying for people, all of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think for me, truthfully, my answer to that would be like, I could sit here and talk to you like Holy Spirit, intercessional prayer, like those things that a lot of the stuff that we hit on a training camp, like those are like my favorite topics. It's like kind of theological sense and like a biblical sense. Um, but I think my biggest takeaway from training camp was like, if I were to put one word to it, it was just freedom. Um, that applies to a lot of areas, but I think like the, one of the biggest ones for me was just like, I have been a part of a lot of communities that are really awesome and like really different. And there's like challenges and there's struggles and there's beauty and I've like learned and grown so much from communities I've been a part of, but I've never been a part of a community where like, well, at least that large of a community where like everybody was just like hungry to learn, hungry to like be open to listening to Lord speak. And like, we had so many worship sessions where like the way my life has looked for the last five years is basically me and like two other people from a family that I'm really close to, like, if we didn't share things, if we didn't push stuff to depth, like we weren't going to get there. And so I like had felt so much pressure in that in my life over the last five years. And then we get to training camp and like we're at worship sessions and like 20 people are sharing um, and like taking the role to just like be open to listen, to like actually like genuinely hear from the Lord and then just share it. Um, and so like, it's just been so freeing for me. And I think just such a beautiful, it's been so eye opening to me for like, by no means do I think we have our community like perfectly figured out, but it's been really eye-opening to like what community could look like, like the, the kind of community that we're called to within scripture. So like that acts community that everybody strives for, like what it can actually look like when everyone is actually open and available to listen and then share. Uh, and so like the freedom in that, and I think the excitement in like seeing glimpses of like what we can strive towards in that is probably like the biggest thing that I took away from training camp was seeing that in a context of like 44 people all wanting that same thing. Yeah, that's, that's really good. And like, I think I'm glad you brought up the worship um, part of it too, because I'd say that was one of the things that I was a little unfamiliar with coming into like, the worship sessions that we had is not something that I do on a regular basis. Um, But with that being said, kind of like you were saying, Andrew, like everyone was just so hungry for like learning and for God to move in them. And it was very evident during our worship sessions. Um, I think the biggest thing that struck me all week was like the unity that we had amongst our group. Um, But at the same time, like the diversity that we had, and that like everyone has such different and unique giftings and everyone worships a different way and everyone like does things differently specifically looking at like the 
activities that we did, the team building activities, like everyone does things that different ways, but ultimately we get to the same like goal or like we're striving towards the same goal. Um, and so I think that that was one thing that really stuck with me too. Yeah. I'm curious for you, Zaya, what has it looked like transitioning from training camp straight into being on the field in Chicago? Uh, it's been interesting because uh, with my squad, we separated the team so it's three groups of five or five, six. Um, and with my team, we have a, a nice Airbnb. So going from sleeping in a sleeping bag to sleeping in a bed <laughs> for like the first month is really nice. But we still have that community here. Like for my team, at least, we wake up every morning, drink coffee and worship together. Then we have a, like a book that we decided to start reading. It's called um, The Gospel and 21 Questions and 20 questions the gospel and 20 questions we're reading that together and just like exploring what god's doing for us in the rest of the time but at the start we did partnering with park community church and we go fishing or that's how they say are used for evangelizing and it's pretty much finding people having them have an interest in it sharing our testimony then helping them get to where they need to be like helping them with get the bible or helping them communicate or connect with other people that will keep them accountable and share their faith that way type of thing. So that has been interesting and way different from what training camp was like, but it's still very nice to see. So Zaya, you brought up teams. Um, and this, which is something that both of our squads uh, received uh, towards the, I don't know when you guys did, but ours was more towards the end of the week um, at training camp. Um, you have three different teams. Do you guys have team names yet? Uh, yes. So I'm not going to do the full thing. But for my team name, it's Dark Roast because, like, everybody likes coffee here. Uh, we have Igniting Freedom and the Okies are the, the three team names. Okay. And who's on your team? Uh, for my team, it is myself, uh, Blizz, or Elizabeth. She goes by Blizz. Um, Stephanie. Drake and Lucas. Nice. And then our team lead is Grace, and we have our squad lead with us, which is Josiah. Okay. Nice, nice. Um, so for our squad, uh, Zay mentioned his squad is like three teams of five or six. Um, our squad is a little bit bigger. We have 44 total uh, racers, and we have seven teams of six or seven people. Um, and believe it or not, Andrew and I actually ended up on the same team. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but it did. <laughs> um, so I guess to give a little more detail on teams, um, the majority of people in the teams have roles. Um, not everyone does. Like, for example, Andrew doesn't. Um, <laughs> but the the roles vary um there's team leaders uh treasurers logistics people um worship coordinators storytellers um there's i think i think every team has a beauty for ashes coordinator which is 
women's ministry, uh, which is super cool. And I'm probably missing some other roles. I think worship coordinator also. Worship coordinator, yeah. Uh, so Zaya, what does your team look like, man? What role do you have and, and what other roles do you have on your team? So I am logistics. So I handle every long distance land and sea travel. Um, we have a treasurer, which is Lucas. And then our worship coordinator is Bliss. And then Beauty for, Beauty for Ashes is Stephanie. So we have a, a lot all on our team. Nice, nice. Um, for our team, Andrew and I's team, uh, I am the team leader. And then um, our treasurer is Jamie. We have um, our safety coordinator on our squad. There's one safety coordinator on the squad, and that's Teresa who is also on our team. And mm -hmm. then our Beauty for Ashes coordinator is Lena. And then Andrew, uh, Paul, and Catherine um, don't have a designated role, uh, but round out the rest of our team. Dude, I'm so pumped about our team. Like, when we – it was funny. Like, I, I'm sure you guys did team-building activities, right, Zaya? Like, the first few nights of camp? Yeah we did <laughs> so they like make us do all these different activities uh it was probably the first three nights like different team building activities and they switch you up with the people that you're with every night and i'd say i probably had like the weirdest experience with this because i kept getting moved from team to team to team and then the last night we were doing team building activities i get thrown on a team where i hadn't been with any person in that group except I had been with Catherine once on the very first team building activity but since then like was not with a single person that we were in a group with and we do this activity and then our like the activity leader sits us down afterwards and is just like so how would you guys feel if this was your team for launch and we we're all just like dude this would be awesome <laughs> And like at this point, we didn't have our roles or anything. It was just like, this would be one heck of a, a team. And it was the six of us. Uh, so Andrew, myself, Lena, Paul, Catherine, and Jamie. And then the next day, uh, we got our teams. And it was the six of us, plus we got Teresa added to our team, uh, which was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pumped too. I just like... It's crazy to me the way, like, looking at our team just in the matter of <laughs> prayer. That's what it'll do for you. <laughs> like, right, so they had been praying over these teams for, like, months. Um, and then to, like, look at our team, and right, they watched us do, like, four or five silly team-building activities. Half of us weren't even together the whole time. And then yet, like, when the team comes together, like, at least for our team, I see so much. Like, when you think about the body, right, like, I see us having – in so many different pieces that like I think everybody on our team is really different and like skilled in really different ways but like the way that that has come together and like forms a like way more full picture of the body it's just like crazy to me that they were able to like weave that all together in the matter of watching us do five activities <laughs> um kind of blows my mind but yeah I'm pumped for our team um our team is like weirdly 
has a lot of like ministry experience with also just like people having giftings in a lot of different areas and yeah i'm like pumped and ready to go and pretty jealous that Zay is already on the field but pretty excited to like if we officially get to go international in january so let's go yeah Zay, what did uh the team building stuff look like for for you guys over in g squad oh it's like yeah the very first activity we did it was with this team now and now because apparently like that's the team that they already had scheduled or planned for us and everything but they went back and forth with different things but we had to do like a hula hoop thing like lowering it to the ground uh it's called the magic carpet ride where you like have sit on the a, a towel and try to flip it over while everybody's still on the towel. Um, one was crossing a river with four planks of wood. Uh, that one was interesting because <laughs> you have to keep contact with it at all times. If you let go of it, it goes away type of thing. Um, yeah, so stuff like that. It was very insightful. <laughs> the worst one was trying to take this rope while blindfolded and make a perfect square. I do remember that one. It, I think that one was the easiest one because we just designated somebody to sit in the middle and just have yeah. four people make a little box, and that's how we did it. Yeah, we didn't do so hot on that one. <laughs> Zay, you got anything else that you want to touch on about training camp? Mav, I do have a question for y'all. How was it leaving training camp and going back home and not being lunch? right away i mean well we came to the lake house so <laughs> <laughs> uh it's been fun um and then we spent a week in north carolina at Bree had like this cow patty fundraiser <laughs> where first cow to, she made a grid of squares and the whoever square the cow pooped in first won a bunch of money michael was one square away from winning don't mention it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no it's been really fun um to just like continue the community i think this week we kind of all had a realization and had like a conversation on tuesday night um just about like what we want this community to look like to like not you know it's really easy when we're all just sitting in the lake house to just like have fun um but like the like the dream we have for this community and I think we've had a conversation that has led to a lot more intentionality the last couple of days of just like everybody actually being intentional and spending time with the Lord and then like sharing with the Lord speaking um, rather than, yeah, just like choosing to be intentional in that, I think has been the biggest thing that we've like watched happen while being here at the lake. Um, and then, yeah, for me, I'll go home in like two, a little over two weeks and then I'll jump back and forth between my parents and, indianapolis until we launch uh but yeah finding out the like international thing today for me or was that today yesterday i now have to tell work at some point that i'm gonna leave so that's like the next item on the agenda for me but it definitely is weird um there's so much of me that was just like ready to go and then like just kidding you're gonna jump back to like what life normally was for two months has been a little weird um, but I do like, honestly, on some level, it felt like it still wasn't real to me. And then like yesterday getting that email that like, Hey, we're going international. I think that like took it one step closer to being like, Hey, like we're actually doing this thing. 
Um, and I think it became a little bit more real yesterday. And now like I sat down to write that email to work today and then wrote nothing. So we'll work on that eventually, but that feels like when that is sent, it'll be like really real. Um, that we're like leaving in two months. Yeah. I think for me leaving training camp, well, first of all, one of the reasons why I had originally chosen the October route was because we got to launch straight from training camp. Um, and that's one thing that I liked is like, okay, we don't have to worry about going to training camp, then like going back to real life um, for a couple of months after that. But like, here I am doing the thing that I didn't want to do, which seems to be becoming a normal. <laughs> um, but it was, it was weird. I, like I kind of saw in, in both lights, like good and bad, like bad being that like I, like I just said, I would have rather just launched right to the field. Uh, you know, you go through training and then, you know, you're ready to go. But at the same time, like after training camp was done, it was like, I'm kind of glad that I didn't launch right away. Cause I don't know if I would have been ready. Like there was so much that happened like emotionally and spiritually at training camp, but like, I needed that time afterwards to like reflect on everything. And like I said, like I'm still diving deeper into some of the stuff that they gave us. Uh, so I'm definitely cherishing this time that we have between now and, and when we're officially launching internationally in January. Um, Zay, I believe you guys got that same email yesterday, right? We did. Yes. Uh, did they give you any details? on where you'll be going not really i just know that central and south america is open enough for us to go okay yeah that's the same email that we got i mean originally our like first hub spot was supposed to be costa rica so we'll see if that stays or changes um did you guys have a first hub spot that they gave you yeah guatemala will be our first spot oh nice nice yeah. Yeah, dude, so stoked to go internationally. I'm sure that's a, a huge relief for you guys too, right, Zaya? Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, unless you guys have anything else to talk about training camp, I think we could probably wrap it up here. Yeah, I think we're good. All right, sweet. If you guys have any other questions about things that happened at training camp, want to know anything about the three of our personal experiences uh, feel free to reach out to us uh, check out our blogs and we'll, we'll be sharing what the lord is doing through those um zaya i'm excited to be hearing more from you man officially yeah. launched to the field y'all will have to stay tuned to hear more from what zaya and g squad is doing up in chicago but yeah. until then We'll keep it a secret. <laughs> Hopefully there'll be a ladies uh, podcast coming soon. Oh, yeah. But, um, All right. So, lots, yeah. To, lots to look forward to on the podcast. We'll see you guys next week. We'll see you. Yeah. Adios. We want to thank you for listening to More Than a Mission. For more information and to keep up with our ministries, follow us on social media at More Than a Mission Podcast or email us directly at more than a mission at outlook.com.